Today on Hijacking History, my review of the audiobook of Philippe Sands' book, East-West Street, on the origins of genocide and crimes against humanity. After the break. One of the things any book, and especially an audiobook, should do is to transport you out of your normal life and into a world that you cannot even begin to imagine. If it can do this while upending all of your expectations of what a history book should be like, all the better. If I was to tell you what Philippe Sands' book was about, based solely on its subtitle, you might, like a lot of readers, expect a scholarly history of the law. And you would be wrong. Instead, what we get is a life-and-death odyssey with four of the strangest personalities between two covers of a book. On the success or failure of these four fragile people hinges the question of whether the evils of World War II can be defined, codified, and forever contained. On top of this, we get the personal journey of the author, himself related to one of these four people, and to so much more that he and we never knew about World War II. Fittingly, two audio narrators take turns telling the story. The personal story is told by Sands himself, explaining how he and his family fit in the larger story of the two great crimes defined by the war, genocide and crimes against humanity. It turns out that Sands's grandfather, Leon, lived in the same time and place as the lawyers who first conceived these crimes, Hirsch Lauterpacht and Raphael Lemkin. They all lived in Lemberg, the German name for a Polish town in the bloodlands contested by Hitler and Stalin before and during the war. All three men had large families who almost all perished in the war. Besides Lauterpacht and Lemkin, only Leon's wife and daughter, Sands's mother, got out in time. None of the three, Hirsch, Leon, or Raphael, knew each other. Sands, today a British barrister of international renown, closes this circle by taking us back to the time, the place, and the characters who set the whole story in motion. Incredibly, there are other plot twists that produce other moments and other characters so unforgettable that this larger story is somehow momentarily forgotten. This we get with the subplot of the remarkable Edith Tilney of Norwich, England. From the standpoint of a single life, that of Sands himself, the story reminds us that the existence of each one of us is as improbable as the direction each of our lives takes. Leon left Vienna for Paris in 1938 without his wife and daughter. Since all were Jews, it was a wonder even Leon got out. But when his wife Rita signaled that she wanted to send toddler Ruth to Paris, Leon somehow found a British missionary, Miss Tilney, to get her out by pretending that Ruth was a Gentile. Then, Rita herself was able to leave Vienna for Paris in 1939 in one of the last westbound trains for Jews in that nightmare time. Sands relates how he knew nothing about this, 
even though Leon lived into the 1990s. His was a house of silence, as a veil was drawn over the past. He recites the saying, What haunts are not the dead, but the gaps left within us by the secrets of others. Sands may be an international lawyer, but he is one remarkable storyteller, both in print and in voice. His narration is superbly paced and presented. Interlaced with his personal odyssey are the stories of Louderpact and Lemkin, narrated by the Shakespearean actor David Rintoul. Louderpact joined the British legal team at the Nuremberg trials and was responsible for conceiving the new crime applied to the Nazis, crimes against humanity. These are killings of civilians in wartime, in which the dead are considered as individuals, their deaths no longer to be considered as collateral casualties of war, but the responsibility of the nation-states behind them. Also in Nuremberg, after a race across Russia, Japan, and the continental United States, Raphael Lemkin arrived to join the Americans with his proposal for an alternative crime to apply to the Nazis, genocide, the crime of plotting to kill all the members of a group. In the end, the Nazis were indicted for both crimes, and the post-war legal environment became the setting for an unending debate over which standards should be applied to the worst crimes imaginable. Rintoul's voice provides the gravity and the authority demanded by this story. If God had a voice, it would surely sound something like Rintoul's. Sands returns to the story as these events are related, explaining how he discovered the trail leading back from his grandparents to Lemberg, and from Lemberg forward to the judgments at Nuremberg involving crimes against humanity and genocide. He also discovers the story of Edith Tilney, the self-effacing woman responsible for his mother's rescue and, by extension, his own existence. Her odyssey, which eventually led to a post-war retirement in obscurity in Miami, Florida, proved to be as trackless as those of the others, largely forgotten by history. But not forgotten by Philippe Sands, who shows us the people behind the statistics, the lives behind the numbers, and the reverberations behind the crimes of war and genocide. That's it for our five-minute review of audiobooks in history worth listening to. I'm Rick Ryman, your host for this podcast, wishing you happy listening.